Hey guys, Hello. it's Ed, and as you can hear, I have Will here with me. And How's it going, everybody? Today, we are going to be talking about the Oscars, the nominations, and every other piece of shit that's come out about them. Um, one of us is a little bit bitter about the nominations, and Will's yes. here too. <laughs> I mean, you'll hear plenty of bitterness going through this. We, we love to rag on the Oscars, and I think they've given us a fair amount of material this year. Yeah, especially in the best uh, lead actress category. Well, uh, come on, man, we'll get we'll get to that. We, we get to that. We, we gotta, you know, we gotta lead into it. We gotta have some build up. I want them to know that I'm bitter and I'm not happy. <laughs> well, you know, I think they could just get that from. Uh, your uh, everything that you got going on in this podcast so far. But in any case, now that you've sufficiently made that clear. So, uh, some information that's come out this week about the Oscars is there's going to be three hosts. Wanda Sykes, Amy Schumer, and Regina Hall. Who, I just want you guys to know, little fun fact here, as I was relaying this to Will in in getting this episode uh, together... I somehow mistook Regina Hall for Regina King. <laughs> yes. Anyway, supposedly they're, uh, they've decided the single host thing isn't really working, so they're going to try a three-act production for uh, one host per, where they have one host per act or hour. So uh, be prepared for the least funny hour anyone has ever experienced when Amy Schumer takes the stage. You know, Amy... Amy Schumer's taking a lot of a, a lot of heat this week. I kind of feel bad for her. Not not bad enough to say she's funny, but I feel bad for her. Pity laughter. Oh, I have to save that for for Megan McCain's little meltdowns. Well, I mean, fair enough, I guess. You, you laugh at the slapstick Joker, even with. Uh, the Academy was blasted this week by Kevin Smith because they did not nominate Spider-Man. Uh, he he told a podcast, they got ten slots, they can't give one to the biggest fucking movie of the last three years. Man, and they're like, why won't anyone watch the show? Like, fucking make a populist choice. Fuck, man. You got how many slots? No, I, I have to stop here. I have to stop the quote here because he answered his own damn question and I don't know why he did this. Um, And, and as you all can tell, I've been watching too much Danny Gonzalez. <laughs> so... Well, I mean... I mean, the Academy does have ten slots. <laughs> they do. And I'm not, I'm not even saying that Spider-Man didn't, shouldn't have gotten one, but... I have some thoughts on the controversy. Oh, do share. Well, I think it's a possible. I'm of two minds about it. See, I think it's probably a little bit overblown. Like, okay, Spider-Man's a really good movie. I don't know if it's the biggest movie of the last three years, but it's definitely very good. But like at the same time, the Academy never, you know, picks the best movie or even of the year, or even if they nominate it, they almost never give it for best picture. We could just go down the list of famous like incredibly good movies that got snubbed in favor of bullshit and it is quite lengthy 
Um, but at the same time, I think say, but I think Spider Man is better than Dune, for example. So, I think my toenail growing is better than Dune. <laughs> I think if I really wanted to have a psychedelic experience, I would just try some god do some goddamn drugs. <laughs> But anyway, the the academy is um, Kevin Smith. Not about populism. Maybe, maybe a reference to the academy saying they're going to recognize a fan favorite film as voted by fans on Twitter. Category they've supposedly been planning to implement in 2018, but that's been delayed so that they could figure out how to do it. Uh, Whoopi Whoopi Goldberg, our favorite around here. Um, <laughs> For for many reasons, some which we'll get into later, um, is a is a critic. She's also I think it's very important to note here, she's one of the governors of the academy. So this is not just some two bit actress saying something like she actually holds some power. Um, that is sure being a governor or figure of power and the respect in the academy gives you a lot of uh, street cred, considering. <laughs> Just the nature of the Academy. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, but she she says that um, she doesn't think that the fan favorite film is actually going to win because there are bot farms uh, and those will select the movie. So the studios will pay for them to vote for their for their movie over another one. Uh, and that it should not be a popularity contest because they already have the People's Choice Awards. Um that the Oscars have always been about making great movies. Um, and one little, one other thing I wanted to point out, um, which Will and I have talked about. She had me until that last, until that last line. <laughs> um, this is just a little fun fact for our, our listeners. Whoopi was actually set to host this year's Oscars until her controversy about. Well, you can. I'm sure you all know what happened if you uh, are a regular listener of this podcast or if uh, you are a regular follower of the news or if you are alive and have an internet connection. <laughs> and you're not living under a rock. In, in preparation for the end of the world or something, which looking more like an attractive option every day. Or in House of Gucci, which we'll get to in a minute. But anyway, yeah, it's time to, I think it's time to, you know, actually move on to doing our usual thing of pitching forth thoughts and giving our, giving our responses to the nominees and who we think will win and who we think was snubbed. All right, so we're going to take a small little break here and we'll be back in one second. Hey, folks, welcome back. Producer Will here with Ed. We're going to kick things off with Best Supporting Actor, the first of the awards that most people actually care about. <laughs> it, it, I was pushing for the inclusion of Best Animated Film, but that would just evolve into me doing my anti-Disney rant, so I had to admit that we were leaving that one on the table. And it's kind of you to say that people care about supporting... Uh, actor. I don't even remember who won it last year. Well, I don't either, but, you know, it's... People care about it in the moment. Anyway, let's be nice to the nominees, most of whom turned in pretty good performances. Um, so, 
nominated for this year's in the 22, uh, 2022 Oscars, we have Troy Coster for Coda, Cody Smith-McPhee for The Power of the Dog, J.K. Simmons for Being the Ricardos, bit of a surprise nomination there, but good for him. Kieran Hines for Belfast, and Jesse Plemons also for The Power of the Dog. Uh, who has sorry continue uh jesse is actually a surprise nomination and he made history um we'll talk about his wife kirsten dunce in a in a little bit coming up uh but they're the first couple uh who were nominated in the same film so yeah i thought that was kind of getting a lot of nominations is going to be the theme tonight One one of the themes tonight I tried to convince Will to let me play the drinking game every time we said the power of the dog. And he said, no, I'm already drunk enough. I'm not calling... I'm not... I am not calling a hospital for you in Detroit. (laughs) Because... Because you fucking passed out from doing shot tequila shots in the middle of the segment. For one thing, uh... For one thing, I don't actually know where you are, exactly where you are recording from. And for a second thing, um, it would be, it would make it almost, it would make this particular segment almost unsalvageable from a recording level. Even I can't edit that out. (laughs) I mean, you probably could, but, (laughs) uh, but let's move on to some snubs here. Uh, Jared Leto, uh, from House of Gucci, Ben Affleck from The Tender Bar, um, and I think J-Lo sunk his chances there. Uh, uh, Mike Faced from West Side Story and Jamie Dornan who the Academy has never forgiven for Fifty Shades of Grey well so I think and that's the third major theme we're getting it running on tonight that not for uh, uh, an Oscars that where things seem fairly straightforward the movie um, it was immediately obvious to anybody who uh upon power of the dog's release that it was really going to clean up these awards for an Oscars that seem like it should be without a lot of surprises. There were a lot of snubs. A lot of the early people who were predicting who would get nominated called it really wrong. They really did. Um, Jared Leto was a favorite coming in uh, for supporting actor. I was always kind of skeptical of that. House of Gucci was featured a um, House of Gucci featured a great performance by Lady Gaga, but wasn't much of a good movie on its own. Besides that, she was very much kind of carrying things there, as as she normally does. (laughs) As she normally does, but this time she did not have uh, Bradley Cooper uh, tags alongside, and I think. I just, I didn't really think it would, the, I thought the only, the only chance that movie had of being in the running was if she got nominated for Best Actress. She had a pretty good chance of. Yeah. So I'm not really surprised by him not being here, is what I'm trying to say. I, I'm not surprised because he's so creepy. Um, and, and those of you who follow gossip like I do, you already know why, and we're not getting into it in this episode. Doesn't he, like, have a cult or something? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I 
I actually think Jesse Plemons is going to take this one home. Jesse Plemons? Yeah. Mm. It seems like he's having a moment right now. He uh, is having a moment. And I don't... I, the other ones, I don't really know. Uh, Troy Kister uh, could be a, a, a surprise win here. I'm thinking I'm thinking Cody Smith McPhee might have a chance just based on the strength of his performance having a lot of depth and power of the dog. I can see it. Um, I, I yeah. it, it, this is power of the dogs to lose. Um JK, you know, he's got he, he's got the most uh, he had the most edge out of all the and you know and you know how much the academy loves edge. <laughs> yes. <laughs> JK Simmons, I've actually watched being the Ricardos. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love Lucille Ball. Um, I think she's one of the smartest women to ever grace Hollywood. And and mm. J.K. Simmons is really good, but it I don't think it's uh, Oscar worthy. Yeah, <clears throat> but that's just my opinion. Well, I, I think it's a it's a fair opinion. And uh, I guess now we've got um, we're we're hedging our bets here over at Drunk Gossip, <laughs> for, based on who we think is going to win. Uh, isn't that in what this we category, do? Category at least it's likely to go to somebody who actually deserves it. Yeah, yeah, I, I that's definitely true. So Jesse, yeah. I'm rooting for you. Cody, Will's rooting for you. Jesse, if you let me down, you're never going to work in Hollywood again. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> His memory is not that long. What did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll be right back because I need a refill. And we're back. And now we're going to be talking about supporting actress. I sure, I got to say, I sure hope you don't get a refill in between any of these segments or we're never going to make it to best actor. <laughs> oh, I just brought the bottle with me this time. That's really not alleviating my concerns <laughs> at all. Um, all right. It's not helping your case, but anyway. <laughs> For Best Supporting Actress, we have Kristen Dunst from The Power of the Dog. Uh, she's been an odds-on favorite. Uh, we have Ariana DeBose uh, from West Side Story. Uh, Jesse Buckley, who I was just informed by, by our L.A. source was a huge surprise nominee. Uh, we have Anju Ellis from King Richard. Uh, Dame Judy, Judy Dench from Belfast. And she's a surprise nomination. Judy Dench is very rarely a surprise nomination <laughs> in my experience. I, also, yeah. Man, I don't know why don't, they were surprised. Yeah, don't let my mom hear that people thought Judy Dench was a surprise nomination. <laughs> I, to me, Judy Dench is just like Meryl Streep. If she's in the movie, I assume she's getting nominated. Um, some of our snubs were Caterona Belf and Catriona Belf and Ruth Nega. Uh, uh, Caterona was from Belfast. Ruth is from a movie called Passing. 
Um, which I think is what moviegoers did with that movie, because I've never even heard of it. I have heard of that one. Have you seen it? Have I seen Passing? Yes. Um, I did not. I thought I had more time, because I didn't think that it was going to get nominated. But I do, but I have seen Ruth Nega in a bunch of things. I actually like I like Ruth Nega. She's a good actress, and I think she's made the jump from a lot of uh, oddball um, TV series into more serious fare pretty effectively. Judging by passing, that's how I feel about Kirsten Dunst. She Kirsten Dunst, I don't think did very much TV. I think there's just the one Showtime show. But she did a bunch of really weird movies um, after Spider-Man. And now to see her being the Oscar-nominated actress, I'm like, wait, no, that doesn't make sense. Um, but I think she's the odds-on favorite for this category. Or it, It's between her and Judy Dench. No offense yeah. to Miss DeBose or any of the other nominees. Um, yeah, Ariana DeBose always was always going to have a really, really tough time of it, uh, just she, by trying to measure up to the previous Anita, the incomparable Rita Marino. Uh, I'm glad you brought up Rita, actually, um, because if Rita had been nominated, which was really um, expected in in certain circles, meaning. Me spinning around saying, why isn't Rita Marino nominated? <laughs> yeah, so that a certain circle, perhaps. Unless you were doing that in different places in your house. Um, uh, she would have been the first person nominated for a reboot of a movie she already won for. Which is a really weird sentence, and I can't believe I just said it. <laughs> And I've said a lot of weird stuff. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, good job to Ariana DeBose, but I think her nomination is as much of a nod as the Academy is going to give her here. And I agree that it's probably Kirsten Dunst or Judy Dench. Kind of surprised that Katrina Balfe didn't get in, uh, that Judy Dench got in instead of Katrina Balfe. I had thought the latter's part was bigger. Do watch that uh, Irish pronunciation. Do watch that Irish pronunciation, though, because that'll get you every single time. Uh, I think if I had to choose, I would have probably swapped out uh, Miss Belf with Miss Buckley. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I had to um, look up Jesse Buckley when I uh, when. We originally, when the nominations originally came out, because I had not heard of her to that point. I, yeah, I had to look up um, Ingenue Ellis, too. I, I remember yeah. seeing her on the Kelly Clarkson show, uh, but that was so long ago that yeah. I finished, like, five or six tequila bottles. <laughs> yeah, and King, I... I King Richard, in general, did a lot better than I expected it to this year for a movie that was um, kind of, in my opinion, sanded off a lot of the edges regarding this guy's life. I kind of think that... I, I believe King Richard is a universal production, and I think they really... They didn't have anything else, so they had to push it. 
Hmm. That doesn't surprise me. But they must be pretty happy with all the attention it's gotten. Too bad they didn't make any more money. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's our thought. Kirsten Dunst, because she gave a great performance, and, or Judy Dench, because the Academy loves Judy Dench. And, and let's and, face you know, it. She did do a good job, and Belfast <laughs> is about the troubles, so there's that edge. Yes, and Will's mom, if you're listening, I want you to notice the shade he threw at Judy Dench. Hey, I didn't throw any shade at Judy Dench. She's a great actress. I just don't think she gave the best performance in this category this year. And you don't either. No, I don't. I, You're I going do th- down with me, buddy. <laughs> I do think that Kristen Dunst did better. I do think that Judy yeah. Dench is a contender, though. Anyway. Uh-huh. Power of the Dog continues to sweep, but we're really only two of the big five in, so... <laughs> Which is Will's way of saying that we'll be right back. (laughs) Okay, and we are back. Hopefully we didn't leave you hanging for too long. With the best actor category, probably the least surprising out of all the categories of this year's Oscars. Let's get right into it, shall we? Let's do it. All right, so the nominees, we have five who were pretty much entirely expected Andrew Garfield for Tick, Tick, Boom. Benedict Cumberbatch for The Power of the Dog. Javier Bardem for Being the Ricardos. Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. And Will Smith for King Richard. No notable snubs. The uh, um, Everybody predicted that these five were going to be the frontrunners. And these five are the frontrunners. So I have a a little bit of a soft spot for Andrew Garfield in Tick Tick Boom. I'm not even gonna lie here. Um, first of all, it's a musical. Um, and I have to, as a law, love musicals. Um, but this one was actually well, really well loves done. Loves musicals. That's true. Um, <laughs> uh, and this was Lynn uh man. Lynn Manuel Miranda's uh feature film directing debut. Um, so yeah, I, my soft spot is for Andrew Garfield. I really hope he takes it home. Mm. But... Tick, Tick, Boom's got a bit of history. I believe the, um, most of the script and music was actually written by Jonathan Larson. Yes. But was never published because he, um, his first big success was Rent. This was written, uh, before that. And he, um, he died before Rent could go into production, like, or could go into performances. It was the whole the whole backstory is so sad. It is. I like I like Benedict Cumberbatch, but I'm kind of over him at this point. After he opened up the multiverse, like no, I just need a break from you. <laughs> I think I was over him since Sherlock. <laughs> okay, that's Doctor fair. Str- I think his Doctor Strange role did a lot to redeem him from that obnoxious particularly obnoxious caricature, but I'm of two minds about this. I noticed that um, I'm thinking I'm thinking of the Academy's traditional tendency to give Oscars often to actors who have not received them or are perceived to have been robbed in the past. And I'm thinking that Will Smith has not won an Oscar. He hasn't, and I could I could definitely see him walking away with it, but I think this is Harvey, either Javier Bardem's to lose or Andrew Garfield. 
I cannot really comment as much on Javier Bardem. Um, if I had to choose between... But I'm going to split. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I think the only person I would rule out is uh, Denzel Washington for the tragedy of Macbeth because he did give a really good performance. He always does. But he has, like, ten of these things. Yeah, I love Denzel, but uh, I think it's time for him to sit down and have a break. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to being the Ricardos, Javier did a much better job um, than uh, the other one who we will talk about in the next segment because I'm very upset about her. <laughs> and you guys can't see well, it, but I did my Erica Kane head shake. So you know what's serious. Yeah. Well, on a sad rank, Javier Verdem, um, I'd probably rank him behind the other three, Garfield, Cumberbatch, and Smith. Yeah. I, I After hearing your argument, I could see uh, Will Smith being second in line to Garfield. Honestly, this is a tough one. There's, like, you could make an argument for most of these guys to walk away with it. I think so. I think so. It, all except for Denzel. Like you said, he already has a whole room full of Oscars, so maybe he should share the wealth and give me one. <laughs> well, you know, he is. He's got it because he's got real talent, you know? <laughs> Wait, are you saying I don't have real talent? <laughs> We'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back, and we're going to talk about Best Actress. And I think we'll set this up so I was the lead, um, because he knows how angry I am about this. I don't comment on my edits and notes uh, to the audience. <laughs> Those are strictly internal. <laughs> Which is his way of telling me to get my and ass that's all I'm going to say about that. Which is his way of telling me to get my ass going and actually do my job. <laughs> so the best actress... Hey, you're the one who said it. <laughs> the best actress nominees are Jessica Chastain, The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Olivia Coleman, The Lost Daughter. Uh, and she was somewhat of a surprise nomination. Kristen Stewart <clears throat> from Spencer... Nicole Kidman, being the Ricardos, who does not deserve the nomination, that piece of trash. Penelope Cruz, Parallel Mothers, and she was another surprise nomination. <clears throat> um, before we get to the snubs, I have to say, I actually kind of like Penelope Cruz. Uh-huh. Um, there's only one actress in here who does not deserve her nomination. And I'm pretty sure we all know who that is. Really just laying out with the Nicole Kidman shade. (laughs) She knows what she did. (laughs) The snubs. Lady Gaga, House of Gucci. Um, And in case you guys didn't know, I'm very upset about this. So upset that in my notes, it is bolded. The size is like... Twice the size of anything else on my document. And all caps. <laughs> yes. Bold. Yeah. Just imagine my response when I first read that one when I was going through his notes. Try to tell me to be impartial. Stupid Nicole Kidman gets a nomination, but Lady Gaga doesn't. Lady Gaga had the best 
performance of the year. Nicole Kidman looked like she was eating trash. And her wig looked like it came from a mop. Anyways, the other snub is Jennifer Hudson from Respect. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, letting your uh, Lucille Ball, uh, inner Lucille Ball stand, jump out at the camera, teeth bared. Uh, jump out at the microphone, I guess. <laughs> um, There's a bit of a trend across the best actor and best actress that they share that I'm not going to talk about until we actually get to the best picture nominees because that's when... Because it's relevant to the nominees for Best Picture. But I wanted to establish now that there was something to look for. Now, I don't even know. He hasn't told me. Probably because he he tried to and I just would not shut up about Lady Gaga not being nominated. I'm kind of hoping for um, a La La Land, um, I forgot the other, Moonlight situation where... Um, Someone just read the wrong name, and Nicole Kidman's not actually nominated. Lady Gaga is. Okay, dude, chill. <laughs> they would have corrected that by now. See, this is why I drink, because he doesn't let me dream. Um, in, in seriousness, no, I think this is Kristen Stewart's to lose. Yes, I... I suspect so as well. I think, um... Kristen Stewart was actually... She was considered out of the running for the Oscar uh, after the first round of awards because she didn't get either the Screen Actors Guild nod or the BAFTA nod. But we should have considered the BAFTA is heavily influenced by the royals. I think one of the princes, maybe Andrew, is actually on the board. And so they were never going to give the nod to an American actress playing Diana. They, they were never going to give it to anyone playing Diana. Yeah, because they're hidebound old dinosaurs but i do think good for kristen stewart it seems that she finally has her lighthouse yeah and you know i i don't know if you've actually watched it but i've actually watched spencer and this is not the same girl from twilight or charlie's angels <laughs> yes no i am i'm very well aware she's been yeah <clears throat> that's been her career path and i think this is she's finally gotten something that's going to break her out of the typecasting because she did do a very good job here. Yeah, I would, I, I'll be honest, I was surprised. I did not think she could act. Um, that's Well, that's because you don't really pay attention sometimes. That's fair. Um, yeah. Just did you think Robert Pattinson could act before The Lighthouse? I'm still not convinced he can act. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're going to leave that there. But anyway, um, I think just, you could also make an argument here for Jessica Chastain. I, I think so. I think um, I, I think that might be too far away, um, too far removed from the awards. I think that the better argument could be made for Olivia Coleman. Um, the, Do you think so? Yeah, I think what's going against her right now is um, I believe she has two or three of Oscars already. So that might limit her potential. <clears throat> um, but I, I've always felt that um, Nicole Kidman, Penel Penelope Cruz were always going to be also Rands. I think this is a three-woman race. Mm. Fair enough. All right. And, and, and 
you're sure that's not influenced by your extreme <laughs> personal dislike of Nicole Kidman that is uh, and her you know, performance here that is showing up? You know, actually, I don't dislike Nicole Kidman. I think she was really good in The Undoing, and then she was robbed of an Emmy. But mm. um, I, I think I, I kind of fall with Hollywood on this one where um, she was not the right person to play Lucille Ball. Uh, yeah, probably right. I think the Academy is probably just giving her the nod because Lucille Ball is a Hollywood icon and whoever played that role was going to get the nod. And, you know, if you watch her interviews, I don't ever get the feeling that she actually wanted to play the role. <laughs> because it, it has to be intimidating playing a real icon like that. Um, Kristen Stewart yeah. spoke to that about mm-hmm. Diana. Uh-huh. And I just want to say one last time before we go, I am very bitter about Gaga not getting a nomination. But her career path is like Cher's. Oh boy, folks! You've got no idea how bitter he is. No, no. Actually, um, y'all know Dave. We've he's helped me with the Real Housewives segments before. Um, obviously, he's a big fan of Gaga, like I am. But he pointed out that um, Cher was nominated for her first movie, but didn't win. Uh, the second, her second movie, she was widely expected to be nominated, um, and they asked her to present. And then she won for her third movie, which was Moonstruck. Hmm. So I, I kind of see the same trajectory here for Gaga. So well, here's hoping she gets she gets a better vehicle next time. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll be right back. And that is it. We are back again for the second to last category. Moving into the big two. One of the only ones people remember from year to year, although if we're being honest, completely honest, people really only remember Best Picture and occasionally the Best Actors. But this one is Best Director, one of the ones that is highly coveted and probably remembered a lot more in the industry. Shall we get to it? I think we should. All right. So we have, um, leading things off, we have Jane Campion, The Power of the Dog. She's making Oscar history as the first woman to be nominated for Best Director twice. But this probably was a movie they couldn't ignore it for. And, uh, hey, maybe a sign of significant rising talent. Yeah. Second up. (laughs) Second up, we have uh, the esteemed Kenneth Branagh for Belfast. Uh, Ryusuke Hamaguchi for Drive By Car is bringing third. And the last two are Steven Spielberg for West Side Story, which was a bit of a surprise to many commentators, and Paul Thomas Anderson for Licorice Pizza, Dennis Villanueva for Dune, and Lin-Manuel Miranda for Tick, Tick, Boom were left by the wayside by the Academy in this category. Uh, you know, I, I'm a big Lin, uh, Lin Miranda fan, Um I'm not really sure why he's considered a snub. Like, the movie is great, but he's a first-time director, and I don't think that that was ever going to play well with the Academy. Also, yeah, he didn't... um, And maybe it's because in terms of direction, a lot of this was pulled from a script and direction and music by Jonathan Larson instead of him. I think that's fair, too, yeah. More more adapting than making 
original material. Uh, I'm, I'm anyway, gonna, it's nice. To, sorry, go ahead. I was I was going to say I'm just going to say I think Gene Campion is walking away with this one uh, with oh, Paul yes. Thomas Anderson as a a very dark horse. I would be startled if Jane Campion uh, did not win, but if she didn't, Anderson would be the guy she lost it to. Um, Kenneth, uh, Licorice Pizza was not really my saying, but I can understand why the Academy liked it so much. Um, Same. I'm glad to see they're bringing in more uh, foreign movie directors. Ryusuke Drive My Car is a Japanese film, in case you couldn't tell by the name of Ryusuke Hamaguchi, the, the director. Have you seen Drive My Car? I've not no. Um, I was a little. Somebody uh, gave me a comparison to Driving Miss Daisy early on in the films uh, when I first heard about the film, and that sort of just poisoned the well for me. And I'm not sure I'd be able to objectively review it. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm surprised that people are surprised by who the Steven Spielberg nomination. Uh, West Side Story was, I believe, the best reviewed film of 2021. Uh, and despite it bombing at the box office, uh, which even... Everything bombed at the box office in 2021. Nobody went to the theaters. Well, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it did exactly Fuck what... Fuck you, COVID. <laughs> uh, the movie actually did exactly what Disney wanted it to do. It actually kept making money throughout award season. Yeah. And also, I mean, it's Steven fucking Spielberg. Yeah. And knows his shit. Well, and that's the thing, like... To me, he was not the surprise. I was actually more surprised um, by Paul Thomas Anderson, to be honest. Licorice Pizza got a lot of award uh, consideration, a lot of award talk. It looks like a great movie, um, but like you, it's not really necessarily my scene. <clears throat> um, but I was, I was expecting. Uh, I cannot say his name. The dude from Dune, uh, Dennis. Villain, Villanueve. Yes, we're keeping that because I want people to hear how hard it is to pronounce. Dennis, Dennis Villanueve, yes. Um, That's just Will showing how smart he is. And how gotta he... crack off that college education somehow, right? <laughs> and how he yeah. hasn't drank three shots of tequila. <laughs> I don't do tequila shots. They don't agree with me. And I don't agree with them. <laughs> uh, but I, I actually did expect Dennis to be nominated uh, for Dune. Uh, to be sure. Um, despite what I knock about Dune, Dune was well shot. And he did make the comparison. did make the... He did end, lend a lot of clarity to what is a film that with a lot of... Uh, a story with a lot of psychedelic nonsense involved. Uh, one thing I do want to... Um... I, I just need to get this out there because it really bothers me. Uh, people are saying that he didn't get nominated because it went um, HBO Max and um, theaters. But Power of the Dog, um, among others, uh, including... It's a Spencer, Netflix movie. Yeah, the, well, that's my so, point. They're, know, they're all streaming, so... I don't I think, think that... I think the Academy has finally started accepting... Netflix movies. I do think we have the Irishman to credit for that. Uh, agreed. Uh, there was a black and white movie um, that I think also helped. I just can't remember what it is. Because like you said, no one remembers. <laughs> black and white movie made in, 20, in the 2010s. Come on. <laughs> like 
that five people watched, but they were all from the academy. So, anyway, <laughs> enough of us ragging on the black and white movies. <laughs> we'll be right back with best picture. And we are back for our last category. And the last little bit of shit talking you'll get from us until after the Oscars. <laughs> or until the next episode, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> or we'll shit talk things once the Oscars comes along and we'll complain about all the bad decisions they inevitably make. <laughs> all right, here are your 10 nominees for Best Picture. Nightmare <clears throat> Alley, which is a surprise nomination. Uh, don't Look Up. Dune, Drive My Car, Belfast, Licorice Pizza, The Power of the Dog, West Side Story, King Richard, and Coda. Some notable snubs, House of Gucci, Tick, Tick, Boom, Tragedy of Macbeth, Spider-Man No Way Home, and Being the Ricardos. So I mentioned a trend back when we were talking about the actors, and here's what I want to say. And it sort of relates to the snubs. There is not as much overlap as I expect, as there normally is, and as everyone was expecting there to be, between the movies nominated for Best Picture and the movies where an actor was nominated for Best Actor or Best Supporting. Obviously, Power of the Dog, almost everyone in it was nominated, but... A lot of the best supporting and best actors were nominated for movies that didn't even make the list, like being the Ricardos, Tick, Tick, Boom for best actor. Three of the uh, four actors on it were in movies that did, three of the five actors on it, the majority of them were in movies that did not make the list. And I think for best actress, none of the... Uh, actresses were in movies that made the list you know i had not made that correlation but you're right yeah it's definitely something that was really uh stood out to me when i was going through these nominees uh nightmare alley is actually very very good yeah, I've been wanting. I I put I put off seeing that because I thought it wouldn't get nominated for Best Picture, and I wouldn't have time to comment on it. But I really want to. I mean, come on, it's you know film noir with uh, Kate Blanchett and Bradley Cooper. It takes psychological horror turn because Guillermo del Toro is there. Sounds sounds awesome. Uh, uh, as much as I love it, I don't think it's going to get the the award. And del Toro won too recently, and this one is very weird. Like, the Academy likes weird, but in small doses, I think. You know? And this is definitely a big dose of weird. Don't Look Up is probably the highest profile movie on the list. Hmm. I don't, um, I don't think it's going to win, but that, uh, that might just be because I don't like it. I, I have yet to watch uh, it, but, um, I don't think it's going to win um, either. My tolerance for being preached at is not super high, even if I do agree with, with the preaching. Uh... But uh, also, I think um, I think maybe it was just uh, for all the heavy-handed Adam McKay movies. I don't think this is the best one. Yeah, and I would have been um, like this is no the Big Short. 
Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised that none of the actors got nominated. Uh, you know, this was supposed to be J-Law's big comeback. Um, mm -hmm. Leo gets nominated every time he waves at a camera, so... Well, Leo actually won his Oscar for a movie that he gave a much worse performance in. <laughs> uh, and Meryl's in there, so I, I would have expected mm -hmm. Meryl Streep to get nominated. The Academy loves Meryl for good reason. You know, I... You know how I feel about Meryl. She can do no wrong in my yeah. book. <laughs> um, She's a damn good actress, that's for sure. Yeah. Dune, um, I think that's going to sweep the technical categories. I don't think it's going to pick yeah, up Best I mean, Picture. Uh, I agree. I mean, that's kind of what there is to be said, right? It's uh, a technical achievement making that movie understandable. Um, it's um, It's fairly solid. But I don't think, like, you know, it's, I don't know that it's best picture material, even in a good, even, even in a bad year. And this wasn't a bad year. Warner wanted to use it to launch a new franchise, and I think they did that. Um, yeah, they're definitely getting a Dune too. So I don't, and, and we know how the Academy feels about franchises. <laughs> the Academy just hates anything that is popular, you know? <laughs> Which is why Don't Look Up won't win. Yeah. <laughs> well, Don't Look Up also has the, oh, we're supporting this noble cause thing. So that might balance out the um, Academy. You know, they love to pat themselves on the back. That's true. Uh, Drive My Car, I don't know enough about to comment on. Um, but since we just recently had a foreign picture win Best Picture, it's not impossible. I just don't think it's likely. Yeah. I think they're giving it the nod. Um, probably just because it's the best film made in Japan this year. But I don't know if they're uh, actually giving it too much consideration. Uh, Belfast seems to be a, a, a... It did seem very popular during the award season. Uh, I mean, yeah, Kenneth Branagh does The Troubles autobiographically. It was always going to be uh, a good, be popular with the people who are in the academy, but I don't think. Uh, personally, I think the front row for this one are Luger, Pizza, and Power of the Dog. I don't think it's going to be able to compete with any of those. Yeah, and speaking of Luger, Pizza, I think this. Uh, I think this one is actually a contender. Uh huh. And, and before you people start adding me, I realize that they're all nominated, and I realize they could all win. It's just not very likely. The Academy. We're taking odds here, man. We're talking odds. <laughs> um, Licorice Pizza, I think, um, has been very underrated during the award season. Uh, and Paul Thomas Anderson is a very, um, very much a favorite of the Academy. Underrated, really? I almost wonder where you've been watching. I've been here to get a lot of awards talk. Uh, when I say underrated, it, it's not as uh, bold as The Power of the Dog or... Um, some of the snubs. So you mean it's like an understated movie? Maybe. It's not, yeah. Well, I think that's a little bit true. It's a little, um... Uh, it, it's, it's definitely not hard. quite as... Sorry, I'm sorry. It's not quite as intense as Power of the Dog. Yeah. But it's, it's got a lot of depth to it. Yeah, and it's been a lot quieter. Like, even if it's winning awards, you're not hearing about it quite as much as you do Power of the Dog. Yeah. 
or some of the other controversies. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, it, well, like I said, it wasn't my scene, so I don't have much to say about the movie, but it definitely, I can understand why people, why people are giving it so much attention. A Power of the Dog, I think Will and I both agree that that's the most likely. Yeah. Um, it is the grim, fucked up psychological torture western. Uh, and it's going to walk away with Best Picture yeah, more than likely. Grab the Academy by the balls. <laughs> it's a hell of a movie. West Side Story, I think, would be a sentimental favorite, but um, Steven Spielberg already has his next Best Picture <laughs> nominee um, filming right now. It's his autobiography. Or loosely they push it off for that? Yeah, I think that they're going to award him for that rather than West Side Story. Um, I just wonder if they're going to give him a Lifetime Achievement Award. This year? Jesus Christ. Well, at some point, well, maybe this year, maybe next year, but Jesus Christ. Like, when they were thinking of that, when they were thinking of the Lifetime Achievement Award, they were probably thinking of Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think his last hurrah will be where he wins all the awards. Um, I, I think West Side Story is, uh, is being looked at it like a reboot. And even though it was really well done, I just don't think that there's enough uh, love for it right now. Yeah, I mean, it was a very controversial movie. Like, if you... A lot of the changes he made to make it more topical, to alter, to the, alter from the original... Some of them worked, some of them didn't, and your tolerance for that level of change is probably going to is supposedly going to really, uh, really affect whether you like the movie or not. So I would agree that it's probably uh, probably not a best picture. Yeah, um, King Richard. I- I kind of feel like this is a pity nominee. Like, oh, you spent money on a four-year consideration campaign. We'll give you the nomination. Well, again, it might also be because of the, wow, we've never given Will Smith any Oscars. That's true, but I think his best chances in Best Actor. And, um, yeah, that's true. I feel like the Best Picture is just kind of like, here you go. Participation we're kind trophy. of dunking on this movie, isn't it? <laughs> Aren't we? A little bit. Um, Coda, well, I mean, which I guess, is... I mean, you know my thoughts. I kind of said this movie, I feel like, sanded off a lot of the um, controversy or edge about this dude's life. Yeah, I think it would have been much more interesting um, had they been a little bit more honest. Uh-huh. Um, Coda, which stand... Uh, in case... You don't know. Um, by you, I mean our listeners. It stands for Children of Deaf Adults. Uh, it's Apple's first nominee in the category. Uh, and it's a really, uh, I think it's a really sweet movie. It's a little too syrupy for my taste. Full disclosure, I haven't seen this one. But I have to go against it because there's an Apple nominee. <laughs> What Will doesn't know is he's talking to me via an Apple computer, and we're recording on my Apple phone. I do know that. 
as I look at my Apple TV. <laughs> you simping for a corporation is not a problem of mine. <laughs> hey, listen, if they give us money, you won't be complaining. Do they give us money? I don't know. I'm not in the game. They give us products. I'm a gossip. Which we paid for. They might give us money if we're nice enough to them. Right. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Sure. Anyway, those are our recommendations. We think um, Licorice Pizza or Power of the Dog for Best Picture. We kind of think that Power of the Dog is probably going to sweep a lot of them. Yeah, I, I'd be surprised if it doesn't walk away with the most awards mm-hmm. at, at the Oscar ceremony. And personally, I kind of want Kristen uh, Stewart to win for Best Actress because, you know, th- got to thumb your nose at the Royals whenever you get the chance. I Yeah, Kristen Stewart, I keep saying it, but it's true. She really surprised me and blew me away in Spencer. She and... Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson have been doing the same thing since Twilight, which is just taking on the most, the weirdest fucking roles they can imaginable to try and uh, get rid of the stain that movie left on their career. Uh, Robert Pattinson managed it a while back with, um, with the, managed to get sufficiently weird in the lighthouse that that has mostly replaced Twilight in in his uh, terms of casting and the public's perception of him. And this looks like that's maybe will do the same for Kristen Stewart. I think it will. I, um, although she already has a uh, niche popularity in some communities. Uh, she, she's really, uh, I didn't realize she, she was such a, um, a girl in the Indies. <clears throat> um, like Every time I see her, she's promoting some big blockbuster that flops. Uh, so, um, it was nice to see her. Oh, when was the last time? Oh, yeah. So that's like, she's like, she hasn't actually been in that many big blockbuster. It was literally just the Charlie's Angels reboot since, um, there was, since Twilight, right? There was another one, um, where she was a surfer or something. Uh, and it, it just did not do well. Call it BS because like they don't really make big blockbuster movies about surfers anymore. It may not have, she may not have been a surfer, but it was something to do with the water. I remember that much. Mm. Shark shit? I don't know. Um It was it was weird because it was it actually seemed like it was gonna do really well and then it just flopped. Mm-hmm. Hard to predict how these things will go sometimes. Um, yeah. Uh, it was called Underwater. It was from 2020. Um, it's a science fiction horror film. 2020? Yes. Very recently. Oh, yeah, that was the friggin' fucked up undersea one. Yeah, I don't know where I got Surfer from. So that was my bad, but I remember it dealt with water. And this tequila bottle is half gone, so I get credit for it. (laughs) 
You know, I'm actually kind of surprised that Spencer didn't get a uh, Best Picture nomination. Uh, I'm not sure. I... That was a movie that was very much about the... Uh... Perform- that was very much about the main central performance. That's fair. I think the same thing about being the Ricardos. Uh, without... Um, I-, I think it was more of an acting picture than... Um, it was more of an acting picture than uh, it trying to be the best picture of the year. And we're, soft- and we're softer on Spencer because we think... Uh, Kristen Stewart did a better job than Nicole Kidman. Yes. I won't go into another tirade. All right. And I think that's everything for our... Thank you all so much for listening. Yeah, indeed. And until next time, cheers. Cheers.